What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. First of all, lights come on, the priests come out at night. So, you know, when they come on, it's time to shine. You're listening to the From the Pink Seats podcast, powered by the State of Louisville Network. Welcome into From the Pink Seats podcast. We've got an incredible episode planned for you all with a Cardinal legend. I can't wait. I am fired up for this one, Jacob. I played four years of football with this guy. Who knows if it's even four years, to be honest with you. I mean, he's been my teammate for forever. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fired up about this guy. There's not many guys like him. Yeah, and I would imagine having to change your position every year would be challenging. And I mean, considering the, considering the circumstances of his career, I think he did it just about as well as anybody. <laughs> In fact, the Lamar Jackson dynamic made things super interesting at quarterback, but everything else was truly remarkable. Again, especially considering this, the, the hype that he came in with here as a local kid. How many guys get moved around that many times without leaving or making much of a you know mark on the program for doing that? You know what I'm saying? Like who, who gets moved? to a, a position three times in stage there's there i've seen guys you know move from a corner to wide receiver from year one to year two but never like the cape with like the capability and just style with which reggie has done it i mean to go from quarterback wide receiver or quarterback running back wide receiver however whatever the order was is was just remarkable yeah, that's right. That's uh, guys like that get named uh, one position, and that's football player. That's exactly what our guest is. Our guest, if you didn't pick up on the hints there, uh, and even the subtle name drop by Vince, we will be speaking tonight with Reggie Bonifant, former uh, Louisville football cardinal, and, and a guy who is. Um, not appreciated it enough uh, for what he did for Louisville. Um, obviously, the former Louisville quarterback, wide receiver, running back, he's going to join us to talk about his career as a Cardinal, uh, what it's like in the NFL, because Reggie Bonifant has uh, been able to turn his career at Louisville into an NFL career. We're going to get into NFTs uh, and giving back to the city, two things that Reggie uh, is pretty passionate about. And if we're lucky, maybe we'll get a good Lamar Jackson story. Hey, maybe even a Cam Newton story we can toss in there. Man, a Cam Newton story, Jacob. That would be wild. Here, we don't get how many people we don't get, get the opportunity for that. That's yeah, right. You, you don't you don't get the opportunity for that very much. I mean, Re- Reggie is truthfully a Cardinal through and through. There's there's not many guys like him. 
He is the best teammate to be around, best leader, best example. I mean, Reggie was always that guy you looked at and you're like, man, I want to be like that guy. If, if, you know, he, he modeled how to have the success line. And even when I text him about coming on this podcast, you know, he's like, oh, I'm proud of you and all this. I'm like, dude, you all laid it out. Like you all laid the foundation. I just had to walk the line and, you know, you all made it easy for me. Hell yeah, man. Well, you all know the drill. Go ahead, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Tons of great uh, content there from the Pink Seats podcast, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, And be sure to give us a follow. Obviously, you can tell tonight there is no Matt McGavick. Matt is covering baseball, women's basketball, men's basketball, and football. All kinds of stuff happening for him. Uh, But he will be back soon. Next week, of course, Scott Satterfield will join the show as we sit down and talk about the Louisville football program in part eight of our season in review 2021 series. So let's go ahead uh, and stop playing games. Let's jump right into it. Welcome in our good friend, Reggie Bonifant. Let's do it. Welcome into the show for the first time. Former Louisville football Cardinal quarterback, wide receiver, running back, football guy, every single position on the field. I'm pretty sure Reggie could do it. Reggie Bonifon, welcome into From the Pink Seats. How are you, brother? Man, I'm doing great, man. Yeah, well, we're we're excited to have you on. And, uh, of course, we talked about this before we just came on, but congrats on uh, the girl and, and having your first little kiddo, man. How, how is dad life for you in the first couple of weeks? Man, it's awesome. Uh, we named her uh, Blue Lynn Bonifon. And uh, I can I can tell you it was well worth the wait, man. Um, my fiance uh, obviously did a great job on the delivery, and she's uh, nursing back to health. And you know, dad's home taking care of the family, so it's all good, man. I'm really enjoying it. Is, it, yeah. is that the is that the same girl you took to prom back in the day? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah man. That's so. what I thought. That's what listen I thought. to this. Yeah, this is man. a story for you, man. You say you took took your fiance to prom. I also took my wife to prom, and now we have been married for five years and been together for ten years. We weren't even dating in high school. We just went to brand. Wow. We went to prom together. Man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, wow. shout out to the to the long standing relationships. We love that around here. Sure, man. All right, sure. well, let, let's jump right into this. Let me start with this question for you, and this might be a little bit out of a left field, but have you gotten used to saying the Washington Commanders yet, man? Uh, not not necessarily as of yet, man. When I when I put on the the official gear, I feel like it'll it'll suck in a little bit. But um, you know, I'm I'm excited for the opportunity. Um, you know, I I have a lot of history with that. Um, coaching staff is there now with Coach Rivera, and uh, a lot of guys in the front office. Um, so I'm really excited about the opportunity. And you know, right now it being the off season, uh, really just. Uh, putting the preparation in place and really setting the foundation for this, this upcoming season. And uh, I'm, I'm excited, man. It's new opportunities. I was in Charlotte for four years and uh, and now embarking on my next journey. So I'm really excited about everything that's coming my way, man, for sure. Well, hell yeah. Congrats on the on the new deal and signing with the, the commanders. I had to practice that. Like everything in me wants to say now the football team. I'm so used to yeah. chopping, you know, WFT the last few years, man. It yeah, took forever was, to learn that too. started on a football team. I, I was <laughs> right. just getting good with that. I so. know. It, it had just started growing on people. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, um, ownership wanted to take it in a different direction. So, um you know, as long as they're cutting the checks, I'm good for it, bro. <laughs> hey, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, let's talk about life as, as a, a former Louisville Cardinal. You know, when you when somebody asks you, oh, man, you went to Louisville. Uh, what's the like memory in your brain that sticks out most of, of being a, a member of the Louisville football team? Man, 
that's a lot to unpack in, in one sentence. For that's sure. right. That's right. Yeah. Cause um, I mean, for you, man, I, I mean, I don't think there's a player who's, who's been through, you know, the quite the journey like you in terms of switching positions and just all the things that you kind of went through in a, in a four-year career. Yeah, man. I, I think, uh, you know, um, being, being in the NFL for as long as I have been and, you know, meeting other guys that played at different universities across the country, um, I, I really can reflect on it now. I understand how we, how much of a unique experience I did have in college. And, uh, you know, the amount of opportunities that I did get in different positions, um, man, it's really cool. Sometimes I got, I got to like reminisce about it sometimes, uh, you know, I'm still in it. So it's like, you know, just to take a second to think back uh, just a few years ago, um, me lining up, whether it was at quarterback or receiver, um, me playing running back now, uh, sometimes that's probably the farthest thing in the back of my mind, but um, it's still cool, man. Like I learned so much, um, really got to utilize all my skills, you know, um, you know, me being an athlete, I feel like a lot more people could do what I've uh, done at that level is just a matter of opportunity. You know what I mean? So um, I don't know if I'm, if I'm mistaken, but I think Vince might have been in high school on the offensive side, and you know, mean a little bit of defense. I, I, uh, Coach Beatty did one little uh, inner squad practice whenever it was actually after you left. You were yeah. a freshman in college, and uh, okay. we had just went six and six. Yeah, your senior year that was just a phenomenal year for us. And uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that was like the second worst record in Trinity history, but that's like besides sure. the point. Uh, we had like a little. Uh, Spring, spring ball that year. First year, Coach Brady, Coach Brady did spring ball for us, and uh, he split the practice. Everybody on defense went on offense. Everybody on offense went on defense. And wow. I was playing running back. And oh, I hell yeah, bro. The, I cut through the <laughs> hole, and I, the ball dropped all the way down to my waist. And I think Cub about ripped my head off after that. And I was I was done after that. <laughs> wow. I stuck to blocking. <laughs> Sure. In, tack I, in tackling, bro. You can tackle. I'm sorry, I'm sorry we set it up for y'all like that, bro. It was, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, bro. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, man. Well, tell us uh, what it's like. You know, this is another loaded question. What's it, what's it like being in the NFL? I mean, I know you probably get that much more than what's your favorite memory of being a Cardinal, but just how would you describe kind of what your career has been like in the NFL? Man, it's, it's been cool, man. Like, you know, I've, I've taken everything uh, one step at a time uh, since I was – Playing for the Louisville Patriots and in, in the in, in the Newburgh community. Ooh, that's way back right there, man. Yeah, like, I, and it, it was never, you know, what I mean, like in, in my wildest dreams, being a kid from Louisville, um, looking up to guys like Michael Bush, Mario Urudia, um, guys that, you know, what I mean, like, reach out to text me now. Uh, I still, you know, what I mean, pinch myself just for the simple fact of like, you know, I was just a young kid, you know, just trying to hustle, man, just trying to, you know, um, stay down the right path, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, make my family happy and, uh, you know, carve out my own legacy as, as a young kid to, you know, be going into my fifth year now in the NFL uh, is rather crazy, man. But um, looking back on it, it, it was something I always wanted to do. Um, I was always really passionate about it. And, um, you know, I think, that's the one thing that's really um, got me to where I'm at now, man. Just really having a love for it. Obviously, the athletic ability is God-given as well, and I'm grateful for that. But it's something I always love to do, man, just competing, um, having fun. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, 
like Vince knows he's a teammate of mine. So, you know what I mean? He he probably sees a different side <laughs> even in, in this setting. You know what I mean? Like, and it's and it's crazy because I really um, you know, like growing up or even even just hanging out, man. Like people always trying to pick my brain, like, yo, Reg, you so reserved, you're so cool, da da da. Like oftentimes they think it's like putting me putting on a front, but it's yeah. really just almost a, a, a fact of like Advanced to tell you by the time I hit the locker room, I'm just a different cat, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It's like a completely different person. <laughs> yeah, just, you know what I mean? Like, that's just what it is. You know what I mean? We could be playing basketball or whatever the case may be. It's just I love competing. I love, you know, hanging, hanging with the boys. You know what I mean? Just, yep. just having a good time, man. And then whatever the uh setting is, obviously I can uh adapt to that as well, man. But yeah, I just love the game, man. So, you know, God willing. I can play it as long as I, you know, would like to and be able to walk away from the game at some point. But, you know, right now, continuing to, you know, push push my body, my mind um, to the limits, man, to to see what, you know what I'm saying, the rest of my career holds. Yeah, Vince, before you get to your question here, let me ask you this. Uh, I think it was two years ago when Reggie blocked the punt, picked the fumble up, took it to the house. When you saw that highlight in real time, what was your reaction? I, I mean, I've known Reggie since I was 15, just almost around there. So I've seen this dude against your Eastern Eagles cut across the field and score like a 70 yard touchdown. So yeah, that's not this fair. Dude, hey, let's so, not let's not do that. That's not fair. That's so not watch, fair. So watching this dude some, do something incredible was almost second nature. And like, oh, the, there goes Reggie just doing doing Reggie stuff, you know, doing, doing his normal thing. So, I mean, he was one of the best football players, football players I've ever been around. Just you could plug him in anywhere. Yeah, sure, man. That means a lot, Vince, for sure. And I can I can say my little tad bit about Vince, man. Um, man, hell of a player. Like, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I'm obviously playing at the highest levels now, but I vividly still remember, you know what I mean, being at Trinity, having practices where Vince is flying around 707 causing havoc. You know what I mean? So, Havoc's an understatement. I broke my nose in seven on seven. You're seeing you know what I mean? <laughs> Bro, I bet people hated playing with you in football, dude, because you probably tackled too hard. Like people are just probably t- trying to take it easy. I could totally see that coming from you. That's what I know about you. That's, that's definitely him, man. But they get hit by him and they're like, man, oh Vince, come on. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. But it, man. So, <laughs> we'll stay on that Trinity topic. We'll cut y'all <laughs> off. Up and talk I'm not the I'm not the star of the show tonight. It's, it's Reggie Knight. I appreciate the compliments, bro. Especially my coming dad. from you somebody playing at the highest level yeah man Um, going back to those training days you were on the 2011 national championship team right Mm -hmm. and even before that the year before that you were the starting quarterback on the JV football team if I'm correct Mm -hmm. and then that 2011 year they moved you to wide receiver and then after that you were obviously starting quarterback for your senior year finished it out and everything do you think Mm -hmm. that those early stages at Trinity helped you develop into like playing those multiple positions, do you think that helped develop you even more at Louisville and give you the confidence to go out there and do your thing? Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, to answer your question, yes, and a little a little bit of no, because I, I would be remiss to say that I, I wasn't already doing that in Little League, you know what I mean? Like like I said, playing for the um, Louisville Patriots, um, you know what I mean? Like whether it was the equipment, or the facility that we use, or the amount of kids that were on my team, uh, resources were limited, you know what I mean? So whether that was trying to throw the ball, you know what I mean? And that was a, that was the thing for me too. Like, you gotta think, I grew up um, out that way, 
Oklahoma, Newburgh, Hobby area to um, get to Trinity and not even know about Catholic school football. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, didn't I got, a, you didn't nah, even know there was a CSAA league, did you? No, nah, not at all. You know what I'm saying? And then to see the the the, the type of um, just how far along you guys were as far as, you know what I mean, uh, throwing the ball. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like just different little, things like that. So for me, it was almost a, a matter of survival. You got to think, I mean, the guys we play with at Trinity, we're all on one team in this Optimus League that I grew up in. And the team that I was on was definitely at the bottom of the barrel. You know what I mean? When you were facing teams like um, Iroquois at the time, who had James Quick, uh, Austin Davis at St. X. These guys are on the same team. Then you had the Heist Points, Lobos that had Deshaun Bertrams, the Jabari uh, Jordans, the Ryan Whites. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are D1 prospects all on one team. And then you had the little old Louisville Patriots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that, you know what I mean? Like, we were just trying to get a first yeah, I bet, down. I bet you know uh, I mean? your pops was in your ear like, come on, Reggie. You got, you got yeah, the yeah. whole team on your back. You got, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, but it was fun, man. Like, you know, like we really weren't looking at the scoreboard. You know, we were giving it everything we had. And at the time it was not, it wasn't fun being a little kid, like going out and probably losing every, every game. Um, but I think that allowed me to like really experiment with being versatile and being able to have to make a lot of plays for your team to win games or being in position to even be competitive, I think helped me translate, um, to like you said, going to Trinity and being able to just be one of those guys that you had to get on the field and me being a competitor, that's all I got to hear. So whatever, whatever else is after that sentence or that statement, I'm going to figure it out. So. All right. Let's, let's talk about Lamar Jackson here. Cause I find this to be one of the more interesting storylines that I honestly have never thought about until we started prepping for the show. Joe Flacco is the only other quarterback in the history of the football game that can say that he beat Lamar Jackson in a one-on-one -on -one battle for a starting position. I don't think I'm going to classify that as a win. Zender, no, it's less not. A win. It's, it's not. not, it's not. Yeah. But you, however, on the other hand, went head-to-head -head with Lamar Jackson and Kyle Bolin back in uh, 2015, walked away victorious. So you can say <laughs> I beat Lamar Jackson in a head-to-head -head competition. Take me back to that that kind of spring practice into fall camp and preparing for that season. This kid shows up from Florida. You're ready to roll as the starter, and all of a sudden, I don't. Is it like holy crap? This kid is for real. I Mind mean, you, y'all got to open up with Auburn at the same time. That's right. All they right. got to open up with all Auburn, right. and not to mention the first play of the game, Lamar Jackson's going to throw a pass. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> for sure, man. That's a lot to unpack, too, man. And and that's what I um. <clears throat> I appreciate you guys. Like, I really haven't had a chance to like really unpack all this stuff over the years. You know what I mean? Like, this has just been conversations that I've had, uh, you know, family and friends and things like that. But on a platform, uh, this is really like the first time I'm speaking out on a lot of this stuff. And it's cool, uh, given the fact I was just watching probably an hour ago, him on uh, the shot with LeBron. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, is that right, upside man. out? Yeah, yeah. So it's a crazy perspective for me, to say the least. But, um, man, I remember Lamar. Um, my first and my first meeting with him actually was I think the spring that spring practice of that year leading to fall camp he was he come on a visit to our spring game and uh, I think I did fairly well you know what I mean like a lot of people fail to realize too even with me you know playing my time at Louisville that I did um 
that was my second year really kind of playing yeah, start quarterback. quarterback at a high right. level. Right. Yeah. Like like I just said, you went from JV to wide receiver to back to starting quarterback. And then yeah, yeah so, I, like I feel like when you committed to Louisville, you were still playing wide receiver, right? At that point, it was like he's gonna play quarterback his senior year, and then he's gonna play quarterback at Louisville. Yeah, so that, that uh believe it or not, that was actually how, how it panned out. I was still um playing receiver at the time, but had been recruited exclusively as a quarterback and, and really in my recruitment process, I was kind of denying anybody approaching me as an athlete. So Lord knows how many offers I've turned down as a 17 year old kid from <laughs> Ohio state, you know what I'm saying? To, you know what I mean? Like Damn, bro. everybody, Damn. everybody was pulling up, you know what I mean? We had the James quicks of the world, the Jason Hatcher. So uh, seeing Alabama come to spring conditioning wasn't a, you know what I mean? That's <laughs> second nature almost. With or, those Oregon, guys. Yeah, Oregon at the time when they were uh, Marcus Mariota's and the, Chip Kelly and all those guys. Yeah, Anthony Thomas's. So um, for me, I was really set on being a quarterback and just had limited opportunities. But not to say putting me at receiver was just having me out there because I think against Cincinnati Moeller, uh, shout out to Chris Hubbard who just played in the Super Bowl, I think. That junior year in particular, it was the only game we lost that year, actually. Uh, I think it's crazy. Just I only remember this because I didn't play that many receiver games, but I can always hang my hat on this. Well, I did it in college, too, but this was just my most explosive game. Uh, it was like I had 11 catches, 175 yards, and three touchdowns. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was just playing receiver, just, you know what I mean? You were just, just out there running. Yeah, you know what I mean? And James <laughs> Quick is lined up right next to me. So this is, you know what I mean? Not like You know he's not going to tell you what routes to run. And if it, if he does, you might not even want to run that. You might want to do the exact opposite of the route. <laughs> you know what I mean? At the time, you know, he was five-star, you know what I mean? Lighting it up, Daylon Dawkins. Um, the list goes on. So that that was definitely an offense where the ball was uh, being wanted by a lot of great athletes. But, um, yeah, man, like, Seeing Lamar go to go back to your question, see Lamar um, as a young kid, man. I just, you know, what I mean, I thought he was raw. Like I, you know, me being a competitor, like I, when he committed, I checked out his um, highlight tape. He was just running around everywhere. He like, okay, this kid might probably could come here and know going to receiver. You know what I mean? Like that's just what I'm thinking. And, no, you're uh, gonna be the receiver. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And it's crazy how life works, right? So um, he gets he gets here. Um, you know, I kind of just joke joke with him. I think at the time, the spring game, he had on his, uh, I forget it was, Pompano Beach High School mm-hmm. sweatshirt, and it, it resembled LSU, right? So I was just, you know, juggling. I was like, bro, you got LSU jacket on, bro? Like, you know what I mean? But he was like, no, nah, it's my high school. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay. Uh, fast forward to uh, summer workouts when, when the freshmen arrived on campus. Um, I think we were throwing routes in the uh, – Papa John's at the time. And uh, as like a, you know, recruit in high school, they always ask you as a quarterback, can you throw from the opposite hash at the next level uh, out 16 yard out route? You know what I mean? Like that's the big throw, you know what I'm uh-huh. saying? So um, it, a lot of guys struggle with it. You know what I mean? And me at the time being a uh, sophomore going into my sophomore year, I was still working on that. You know what I mean? Like I was still raw, but I, I had the arm power, just whether the accuracy or whatever timing, whatever the case may be. Lamar is like, 
the list went from like the amount of like how we were taking the reps. We were just throwing routes with the receivers. I think I went first. Uh, Will Will Gardner he had just left, I think. So Cal. Cal, yeah, yeah. Cal, um, then Lamar, and then uh a couple other guys, right? And first time Lamar went through it, bro, like he jumped off his wrist. And I had never saw a ball do that for somebody throwing a throwing a football. <laughs> and uh I was like, wow. You know what I mean? Like that that was the first time it caught my eye. And not to say like I, I, I would be remiss if, if guys would sit here now looking at it and be like, as soon as Lamar got on campus, they knew he was going to be that because he was never like overly confident about anything. You know what I mean? Like he came to work, you know what I mean? He was normal. Just dude. Like, yeah. Just like the rest of us, you know what I mean? Like he knew what he was coming in. Like he tells me all the time, like, Reg, I thought I was going to sit behind you at quarterback for like two, three years. Like he's probably cool with it too. Yeah, you know what I mean? That was kind of how my approach was coming in behind Teddy, you know, selfishly wanting him to stick around one more year so I could pick his brain and things like that. I remember talking to you so, about that in the Marshall. Hey, bro, you can yeah. pick Will Gardner's brain. I mean, <laughs> right, I, yeah. So shout out to Will. That's my boy, man. I, Will, I, had, man. I love that He's guy. A great man. guy, bro. Great guy. And that was that was another thing, too. Like, it was always fun and competitive. Like, um, Lamar, man, like we would compete who threw the best ball out of all the routes, you know what I mean? Like, and oftentimes he would beat me and that was just letting me know I needed to get better, you know what I mean? <clears throat> to fast forward to like <clears throat> maybe week two or three of camp and he's running with the threes, right? And it's like ones and twos, tagging off threes, y'all, y'all running live, you know what I mean? Like scrimmage basically Hello, over. Coach P. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all have at it after like 200 plus plays on a Saturday morning, right? <laughs> and uh, Lamar is just like going nuts, bro. Like nobody can tell. Yeah, like he's, yeah. he's breaking for 60. So, you know what I mean? Like we like, okay, he's a guy, you know what I mean? But like still we got to see it, you know what I mean? And lo and behold, man, the opportunity presented itself. You know, it, and it was good. It's crazy enough. That play changed both of our lives. You know what I mean? Like, for oh, yeah, the better, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, um, the play I'm uh, referring to the Auburn game, I think, for some, however it happened, there was a bad exchange on my part as the quarterback to the running back. It fumbled. They picked the ball up and, and take it all the way to the house. And Coach Petrino had a problem with the way that I, I – tried to make that tackle. I remember um, this. It, it felt very much like Coach P was going to go straight to Lamar the first opportunity he got. Like, yeah. In the stands, it felt like that. Because I remember yeah, being so, – Did you feel that way? Man, I, I felt I, I felt so many type of ways, you know, especially uh, with me just losing my dad. So, like, football yeah. really – you know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it was like football was – I mean, that was my escape at that point. You know what I mean? Like, so – um Let's stick on that topic for a second, Reg. I don't yeah. want to get on it again myself. The Notre Dame game. Okay, okay. Like Pops, Pops yeah. passes away, what, a week or two before that? Because I remember I going know. to that funeral. And then I remember Murray I mean, State was like that next Saturday, I think, or like okay. Moorhead at home, right? So, okay, we opened up Miami. Um, then we played Murray State. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to Virginia. But I want to say, okay, no, okay. So my dad ended up passing maybe the third game of that season, third third game into my my season. So he, he saw me play against Murray State, had a, had a great game, mm-hmm. opening debut. 
And Notre Dame was like towards the end because we played uh, Kentucky that following week. That yeah. We were playing them the last game of the season. So yeah. that was kind of a stretch. And that was like, for me, the time where I kind of got a breather. I think I um, it was able to grieve a little bit. I think I was like making – I had popped in against uh, Boston College midway through. I think uh, we ended up winning that game. Uh, made my first start against Wake Forest uh, the, the week after my dad passed. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know what I mean? 18 years old, like juggling all that stuff. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, man, it was tough. But um, yeah, like, believe it or not, when he was alive and the uh, schedule came out, Notre Dame, he circled it. Like, that was, he was like, yeah, Ah. the one, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, as a young kid, you know what I mean? Like, I'm whatever, that's a game pops on security. I'm really not even understanding. Yeah, I never understood how how big of a deal Notre Dame was until after the game. Believe it or not, so uh, <laughs> I like you know what I mean. Like I'm listening to him while he was while he was here. I'm like yeah, then all right, you know what I mean. Like, oh, like yeah. everybody does in their period. Oh, yeah. you know I mean? And uh, yeah, man. Fast forward, injuries had occurred in the quarterback room. I had had my lumps and bruises as a true freshman quarterback in the ACC first year inaugural season. And uh, that was that was my opportunity, bro. And I took it. And it was crazy events. You'll appreciate this. I was so young, bro. Just willy nilly to the fact of like, this is University of Louisville first, you know what I mean? Meeting yeah. Oh, senior yeah. College, their senior night to trick my mind and not making it a big deal. I'm on the way to the bus. We're pulling in. I'm telling myself we're playing uh, Indianapolis Cathedral. Oh my God! No, you're right. not, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Jacob, they had the same identical uniforms. I mean, yeah, right. So are Notre Dame style cheerleaders. That's hilarious, bro. Yeah. I can't wow, believe. man. Yeah, man. So I'm like telling myself, I'm like, man, and like traditionally, I always had a good game against Cathedral. Uh, shout out to a teammate of mine now who's a great competitor there, uh, Terry McCorn. Yep. Uh, wow. Played him since my freshman year of high school. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, man, just to, you know what I mean? Like kind of, kind of settle things for myself. I tell myself we're playing, uh, Indianapolis Cathedral. They were obviously much, you know what I mean? A little bit better. <laughs> a little bit better than that. But, um, yeah, man, went out there. It was a magical game, man. Like from, from, from warmups, man, I was just on it. Like, I just knew it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's over with. <laughs> you know oh, my, like, you're not call- you were calling your shot against Notre Dame. You're yeah, sitting- man. Oh my God. Sold out, sold out. Like. <laughs> That was probably one of the loudest places I've I've played in up to date. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you because whenever yeah. we went there in 2020, it was half capacity. So yeah. I mean, you still got the you know it's Notre Dame, it's the whole tradition, the cool vibes and everything. But what was the crowd like that game? And, it was mostly Louisville. Was it? Yeah. Was it? It was a big Louisville crowd. Was, I remember man, that. It was so. It was. It was just such a. Uh, momentous moment like if I could put that in that word into it but like mm-hmm. um I don't know like it was man it was a, it was a nice definitely a great crowd from Louisville don't get me wrong but you have to put it into perspective too for them it was their senior night oh yeah so, yeah yeah like uh if I'm not mistaken uh, the re- reporter or commentator Chris Collinsworth like his son was on that senior class you had Jalen Smith that played mm-hmm. I'm backer for um for the Cowboys, Cowboys, yeah. Cowboys yeah. yeah. Will Fuller. Yep. Everett Gosen. You know what I mean? Like yeah. 
So it was like it was it was sold out, man. Like any any little like tickets that they did have to offer at that arena or stadium, Louisville fans were there. But there were just as many uh, ND fans as well. And it, I mean, it was it was deafening, bro. Like at one point, I was like, "Yo, something's up with their band. Like they got speakers on the, you know what I mean?" Like, <laughs> but man, like once I locked in and everything really got going. I mean, it was just slow motion, man. It was, it was, it was, it was unbelievable, man. It's, it's really cool to uh, look back on that game for sure, for sure. All right, bro. Time has come. Let's yeah. hear your best, Coach Petrina, best or worst. Because I mean, you were his first recruiting class. He's got to love you a little bit. I've seen him love on you a little bit. I've never received right. this love, right. but. I'm saying he does give. So let's, you know, let's hear your best. And, you know, if you want to throw your worst one out there, it can be a next story. Your story with with Coach P. But what was it like? uh, What was it like meeting him? Like, I mean, I guess that's a good place to kind of start when you were getting recruited. I mean, he comes in after Coach Strong leaves because you're in the class of 14, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're his first class, like Vince said. I mean, meeting this guy for the first time, you've got to be like, who in the hell is this guy? And he's the quarterback recruit. He's the, right, the right. quarterback. That yeah. So he, you're the guy that he wants the most. Like, yeah. he is all, all in. All in Bobby Petrino seems like a weird place to be. I don't know. I'm Just me. It's, it's funny, man. Like, and it's crazy. I don't know why I get the seat to have, like, all these, di- like, so different perspectives or, like, people that, like, just want it. Like, you know what I mean? But it's so funny, bro. I was just having this, this conversation, I think, with my fiance and another big Louisville fan of ours. A uh, friend of ours that that lives here in Charlotte, and uh, I think we got in this discussion, but it, it was along those lines. Uh, Coach Strong had just left, right, and I'm in uh, the cafeteria at Trinity. Uh, how they operated was like it being an all boys school, like it, it was just a little different, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, coaches would just you know pop in during lunch, and uh, they would get on the microphone, you know, Reggie, Coach Toth. Yeah, Reggie, please come down to the rotunda so you can talk to X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and everybody's like, you know, like I'm all the way on the other side, so I got to walk down the aisle. You know, everybody's like, oh, Reggie's at the 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 back corner. Yeah, like everybody's just, you know, just shooting, shooting this stuff or whatever. And um, I always used to get like a burrito. Like we had a great lunch. I still talk about our lunch to this day. Ooh, like, yeah, I don't don't me, don't get me started on the difference between your lunch and a public school lunch, man. I was I eating know, right? square pizzas for days, bro. Square pizza for days. Yeah, just to rub it in, just a little bit more. Basically, had a Qdoba burrito like every day, right? So spicy, spicy, uh, spicy fries with that oh, case yeah. on the side. Nice little blue pirate, right? It's all I needed. <laughs> So like he he pulls up right as I'm getting my food, and uh, has me sit like at the very opposite of where I always sat, right right in the front, and it's just me and him at this table, and he's sitting right across from me, bro. Until this day, often I'm like, I must have really wanted to play at Louisville because I don't know what we talked about that entire lunch period because he was just sitting across from me with this black leather shirt. I mean, black, black leather jacket. First I know exactly what jacket you're talking about. I know yeah, exactly. I got, I got one of those jackets. For sure. Like, <laughs> fresh on the job. And it was so crazy for me, too, to the fact of, like, as as people, you know, quote, like, it's levels, right? Whatever. And at the time, bro, like I said, like, just as far as the recruiting process, I had my, you know, whether 
they were coming at me for a different position and was going to get cut off. You know what I mean? Like it was just whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, just, what'd you say? What'd you say to those coaches that would approach you and be like, Hey, Reggie, we want to recruit you as a running back. Uh, I would just be like, coach, respectfully. I, you know what I mean? I see myself as a quarterback. I, you know what I mean? Like I'm, that's what I'm working towards right now. I appreciate it. You know what I mean? Uh, oh yeah. And that's about it. Cause there, I mean, there's a million schools out there, you know what I mean? So it's just like, that's how I approached it. And at the time, um, Petrino was at Western. Right. So I, I wasn't planning on going to Western. No offense. I, I had, you know what I mean? They had a great run while I was in college. Maybe one of the best teams in the state, given, you know what I'm saying? Whether yeah. people want to debate that or not at certain points, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, man, like he would pull up in the Western and kind of Western gear. And it was just like, What's like, up? Not <laughs> moving, you know what I mean? And then he put the Louisville gear on and he felt like, you know. Oh, I mean? he got swaggy all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Coach P walked in with a little pep in his step. You know what I mean? So uh, I think with that, at that point, I was so close to signing day and kind of had, you know, mentally prepared myself to uh, to go to Louisville. So I don't, I don't think he really said too much to really get me to stay. But uh, I mean – He's, he's a, I mean, our relationship, Vince wasn't, you know what I mean? No different than anybody else's, <laughs> trust me. You know what I mean? Like he's- I can guarantee you Reggie Bonifant was never in the doghouse. I can- Oh man, you gotta, you come on, bro. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta know that. Like he's, he's definitely said some things to me that took me probably a day or so to get over. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. for sure, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but I always just try to pride myself on respect. You know what I mean? Like I was never intimidated by him, no matter like you know what I mean, no matter what. Yeah, you'd be the dude to laugh at him, bro. You'd you'd like smile yeah. at him or whatever. Yeah, I would like, like yeah, like, I would like kind of push his buttons too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I would grin at him or he'd be like, Why why are you looking at me like that? You know what I mean? Like, and it's just like, bro, like you gotta you gotta respect me too, bro. Like I'm I'm a grown man, you know what I mean? Like trying to step into that, you know what I mean? As a young adult, you know what I mean? Like you gotta kind of come at me the proper way too, bro. So whether we're on the field or not, like it's just like, we're still regular people at the end of the day, you know what I mean? So, but uh, he, I mean, he was, he was cool. You know what I mean? Like I, I always find it remarkable that Lamar did what he did given the stuff we dealt with pertaining to, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? That's what it's, he it's had going on and things like that. So. There's always silver lining in that, man. But uh, yeah, like just thinking about just the teams that we did have, like they were, they were pretty, pretty impressive for sure. Like looking back on it for sure, man. That, that 16 team we have was, uh, that was a fun team. Did they, his Heisman year, that, that was probably the closest, I'd say in our tenure that we were there to actually making the playoffs. And I, it was probably the closest ranking wise, actually. How close? It's, I, I haven't heard this argument as as Louisville uh, fan or alumni, but uh, like I, I've seen a lot of Louisville football growing up. How do you think the? Uh, I don't mean to take over the show, but this is just a Uh-oh. cool question. <laughs> this is great. How do you think, He's asking us questions though. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Rutgers team, right? The Rutgers, the yep. Brom yep. and Bush. Yep. With the, the offsides. Yep. How far off? Like what? What? Who would have won that game if that 16 Heisman team would have played the Brom, Bush, and Yerudia? Yeah, no offense, but that defense couldn't tackle 
Michael Bush. I just gonna put it quite quite frankly. That that's the one thing is 16 and 17 tackling was always an issue. Like missed tackles were everywhere. And you can't miss tackles against Michael Bush. Like as good as how close of a game do you think it would have been? Like what what, I'd say it was it was I'd give you give it a 10 point spread. I think it'd be within 10. Yeah. Yeah, that's just one that's just one host's opinion you know the guy who never played football <laughs> y'all, y'all y'all are gonna come I, in i respect it bro i respect I'll, I'll clap <laughs> i'll get us ready for the week i bet you that no, but hey sure, you combine bro. the teams and i'm talking about one of the greatest college football teams potentially in history i mean i know that sounds crazy considering that it's louisville but you you take that team with brom bush they had some weapons at receiver. The defense was loaded. And then you put guys like yourself, Lamar, uh, you know, Jalen Smith, uh, and then some of the guys on the defense. about the Sugar Bowl team, too, though. That's we, right. That's right. That's right. We might, but, we might have to do like an all-time, like, decade team or something like that's that. Right. Like, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I think we should just have all y'all on and let you argue. Well, what, what, what position out. What position are you going to go in on this all-decade <laughs> team, Mr. Three Positions over here? He's a football guy. That's the only yeah, position he's good. Yeah, the football athlete. Guy. You can just ask your comedian to the side, like, <laughs> yeah. First, see, the team, thing, first team athlete. I'm straight. This is life <laughs> maturation at its finest. He talked about earlier. He didn't want any part of being an athlete. Now he's. It's what yeah, defines right? him, man. I can yeah. be an athlete. I didn't like you said. Anything to get those checks cut, man. Anything to get those checks cut. I'll play any definitely. position, coach. I, I was definitely a trailblazer, unbeknownst to myself, like. But uh, I, I mean, I, I'm just a football junkie, bro. Like, just plug me in. I'm sure I can play defense too. If, oh, I don't doubt it. Did you actually in, in college? Believe it or not, uh, I think we had a safeties coach at the time, uh, Coach Brown. He had just came from Alabama, and uh, you know, like throughout all this, it wasn't like an easy. Like every day was just like, oh yeah, Reggie seamlessly just trans, just you know, hopped over to the receiver group. Like I was juggling a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Like doing a lot. And defensive coaches oftentimes would be like, yo, just, you know what I mean? Like, just come just play come safety. Come yeah, play safety. just come with safety. And, and, and this one in particular, he was like, man, he had just came from, like, being in Alabama with ha-ha Quentin Dix. He was like, Reggie, if you come to like if you come to safety, I guarantee you, you'll be a first-round draft pick. And I'm like, because me and you both know Coach Pacino's not going to let me play. <laughs> like, for sure. Like, I appreciate the compliment, Coach. But like, That's like committing, to, like, tyranny at its finest, trying to convince an offensive player to play defense for Coach Pacino. For sure, bro. But, like, for, for him to say that at his, like, level, you know what I mean, and him just coming from Alabama and seeing, obviously, the best of the best at the position, I was like, man, that's saying a lot. But, um, yeah, man, I just I just love playing ball, man. That's That's pretty much it. For sure. So, all right. I'd say whenever Coach P was there, like the two favorite position coaches on offense, at least, would probably be Colby and Lonnie. Would you agree with me on that one? Yeah. You're probably, sure. you're probably your two favorite. Cool. Like, they're yeah. going to coach you hard, and you can chop it up with them in the meeting room. Or, and yeah. spe- and speaking of Colby, I mean, a local guy, that, that's got to be pretty cool for you, watching a guy, you know, with the Michael Bush teams, those running backs. Remember him, Lionel Gates, like they, Anthony Allen, George Stripling? They used to just pump running backs out of that room like crazy. So that's got to yeah. be cool playing for one of them. Oh, no, it's definitely, bro. Like, even the the Vic Andersons, the uh, Bilal Powell's, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. It's so crazy to, to me now that they're, like, my peers, you know what I mean? But, like. Like I'm saying, like growing up, man, like these guys were definitely looked upon to me as like superstars. You know what I mean? Like Michael Bush texted me the other day, bro, and you would have thought, I mean, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it just, it, it, it's really cool to me, man, just to, 
even be in the, the conversation with these guys for sure, man. I, I promise you, I still pinch myself for sure. Well, I remember the tweet you tweeted out, I don't know how many years ago it was, where there's going to be a Reggie's Louisville somewhere up in the city. Yeah, still have man. that dreams and aspirations for that to get up there? Most definitely, man. They, yep. they're, still there. they're still on the list for sure. Yep. I think it's still, it's still one of my pinned tweets at the top. Um, actually, it's even it's added fuel to the fire because, like, I think at some point during college, like, the budget or the the fund or the board for that kind of extinguished. So there's like no more banners going up. So it's just like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. making me want to go even harder, you know what I mean? And then obviously um, with just the amount of uh, exposure we're continuing to get, I mean, it's just everybody, everybody in the city is just trying to push the needle, man. So uh, it's not uh, that, you know, it's, 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 it's for me or, that I, I want that for myself is just I kind of I kind of set that goal for myself to get, let me understand that there's a lot more that I need to do no matter if it is football you know what I mean like even beyond football like you know what I mean like you're still going to be a purpose for me and you know my name will still be relevant far beyond that so uh I I, th I think it's a more of a, a long-term goal but it's definitely a good reminder every time I see it to you know, as I say now, stay relentless and, and keep pushing. Stay relentless. That's a that's a you, it's a you hashtag, isn't it? Yeah, man. And it, you know, I I, I, I try to live it. I think uh, from from looking at my uh, career and uh, things that have happened in my life, I don't think that any other way I could have got to where I am now. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's really. It's really cool to understand and know that everything I've been through has gotten me to this point. You know what I mean? And that's why it's so exciting to, you know, still have the opportunity to, you know, play the game I love and been playing since I was five. And you know what I mean? Like, so, so does this it. mean you'll never go back to the red, red show spiffy, uh, yeah. you know, Twitter, Instagram name that I, I know you and everybody knows yeah. you as? It's crazy though. Uh, believe it or not, I'm kind of, I'm jaded, man, because I had, um, my rookie year, believe it or not, I got hacked, right? Took took my Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. And uh, I went the whole, my whole rookie season with no socials, like no social media. I was on practice squad and it was probably like the best thing to ever happen to me. Like, cause I, I asked a lot of friends now and I'm like, yo, have you ever taken a break from social media? Cause like, we kind of grew up on it. You know what I mean? Like, we were like the first adopters of Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and yep. things like that. Like we can go back to 2011 and see what we were talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, Vince, Vince was a baby back then. He doesn't know about us <laughs> back in the 2011. But he's class, not, he's not too far off. You That's know? right. So it's just like um, it's 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 uh it it was for me. Uh, I was cool with it. You know what I mean? Like I was I was straight. Like I was. It does a lot of things for you that you don't realize. As a, as a kid or even adolescence before social media was a thing to us, um, how beneficial it is to like kind of be away from it. But, you know, as uh, talking with my team at the time and, and doing things like that, I feel like for marketing purposes and, and business inquiries, it would be good to kind of have somewhere to, you know, be reached in, on these platforms. And yeah. that's where I kind of sat down with, with, with my team and, you know, thought out some 
different different ways I was going to do it. But so Spiffy was like over with. I don't think I could <laughs> recreate the name at the time. And I was like, why not try a rebrand anyway? So, yeah, if you know, you know, type of deal for sure. But it's it's always so Spiffy for sure. There's a, there's a couple of them out there for sure. We're going to take a quick break on the other side with Reggie Bonifant. We're going to talk about the NFL, the professional aspirations, the life after football, hobbies off the field. Stick around. You don't want to miss that. You. Yeah, you. Enjoying this podcast? Like sharing Louisville events and news with like-minded individuals? Love being a part of the Louisville community? This podcast is part of a first-of-its-kind podcast network at thestateofwilville.com. With daily news and opinions, seven podcasts, webcasts, and more, the State of Louisville is your home for anything and everything Louisville. Check them out at stateofwilville.com today. Welcome back in. We're here with Reggie Bonifant, former Louisville football member and now a uh, member of the Washington Commodores. Gotta gotta continue. Commanders. Commodores. What? Oh, what? Honest, baby. Crazy look. I, just, I used to say that. God, I, man. First couple of times I was saying the same thing. So don't think you're the only one that's saying that. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know if anybody knows what the real team name is, but hey, you, you, you're the one with the NFL deal. So we'll, we'll follow that. Let's talk about NFTs. I think a lot of people are going to ask, what in the hell is an NFT? I've heard about that, but I'm not sure what that is. Uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into this. Uh, uh, it's all over your social media. If anybody's following you, I'm sure they've seen it. And, and uh, you know, tell us like what, what that's like for you and how that's kind of become a hobby for you off the field. Yeah, man. So um, to, to start off, like even how I got into the whole space um, this past year, I had re- like over time um, had an acute injury on my knee. Right. So I was, I was down for an extended period of time, like six to eight weeks. Um, you know, game forces you to sit down sometimes. You kind of, as an athlete, just being being a part of it and being in the game, sometimes you don't understand how much you're you're into it. You know what I mean? So being away from it, um, it, it was it was difficult at first. Like obviously, I'm trying to nurse myself back to to want to play, and then also understanding. I'm sorry. Uh, also, oh, is that the is that the baby alarm? Does that mean the baby's awake? You know it is, pops. <laughs> <laughs> no, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Got to keep that baby on a schedule, man. I'm That's not trying it, to stay man. up all night. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure, man. So, um, yeah, so I was, you know, hanging out and um, just another hobby of mine. Like, and it's crazy. Like NFTs for me encompass a lot of hobbies that I've always had growing up. So, as a kid, um, growing up, I, I was really artistic. I can still draw. Um, Drew growing up as a, as a kid all the time, just always had an artistic eye. <laughs> and then also um, collecting cards and uh, memorabilia, <clears throat> excuse me, and, uh, you know, things things of that nature. So whether it was a signed T-shirt from Michael Jordan, I mean, Michael Jordan, uh, Michael Bush that was hanging up or a picture of Michael Jordan, uh, for that matter, or anybody that I idolized, I would literally cut out magazine clippings and literally fill up a whole wall and almost look like wallpaper. But it was just kind of a muse for me to, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to the levels that I'm at now. And it's crazy how, like, looking back on it, some of those things have happened or I've met these people or I'm, you know what I mean, friends with them or play with them. So, um, yeah, man, so I was checking things out. I had, I saw NFTs from earlier in the summer, I would, I would say, um, 
of this past year. I think seeing uh, Jay-Z do it and going get into some legal issues. And it was just something I was reading at the time. I like my avid reader as well. So uh kind of had my antennas up about it. Uh, had been in the crypto market a little bit here recently right. in the past like year or so with like Ethereum and Bitcoin and things like that. So it was kind of like in the space, but unbeknownst to like the NFT space. And um trying to think how like I really like dove into it. I think I think it was a matter of like obviously being on Twitter first, and then like I'm saying, kind of having uh, profits from Ethereum. Like I started just having like Ethereum, so like into that, just falling into the rabbit hole, and saw that you could buy stuff with Ethereum. So I'm like, oh cool. And then it was art. So I'm like, oh wow, like I love art too. You know what I mean? And then understanding the whole uh, aspect of it being non fungible and me always liking art and then like having aspirations of being an art collector, but like obviously room is uh, of the essence, you know what I mean? So <laughs> having having a digital asset and something that you could <clears throat> have ownership of and then it still be in your pocket, you know what I mean? And, but you have proof, proof of it and you know what I mean? Things like that. It was just something I felt like, uh, Obviously, it's a little bit more futuristic and still people may not understand it, but I've always <laughs> told myself, like, like I'm saying, like I said earlier, with the, like these social medias that we grew up on, uh, whether it was Instagram or <clears throat> Twitter, I always tell myself whenever the next one arises and there's something new uh, forthcoming that I was going to be like an early pioneer and kind of, you know, what I mean, yeah, did my water, did my foot in the water and, and kind of see where it takes me and I think uh I, I, I took that chance on NFTs I, I I would encourage anybody even that doesn't know about them that listens to this like it's still early so if you were interested or even curious uh to you know take a look at it and um if I'm not mistaken there's there's a lot of there's a lot of utility for it man there's a lot, like you know what I mean like yeah there's a lot of things that you can do with that that business model. And I think it's really going to alter the, the business model that we've uh, traditionally gone on for a long time. So it's exciting. I think uh, you're going to know about it one way or, uh, or another eventually. And uh, you'll be surprised at the companies or organizations that are trying to learn about it too. So you might as well, like, who knows, they might be asking you to consult them on, you know what I'm saying, information. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I just saw it, saw the opportunity. And uh, for situations like that, if if it's available and all it, all it takes is me to take out a little time and effort that can, you know, benefit me on down the line, I don't see the hassle in that for sure. So I, I just look at it as an investment, which it is. Um, it's definitely a volatile so you know what i mean this is not financial advice <laughs> that's right i, want to, I gotta put in the recording here this is not financial advice <laughs> Let me, you, you got the uh i'm trying to think of just some of the iconic reggie bonifant louisville moments the notre oh, dame that's one yeah mind. that's one the notre dame yeah, yeah that's got you gotta turn that one in there yeah are, are, sure. can we expect a louisville reggie bonifant little collaboration or does uh does the the agency of the pink seats podcast need to get in touch with the people at louisville and connect them to the people with reggie and try to make that happen man i think i think uh i'm with all that for sure and uh 
just to create some buzz, believe it or not, uh, to, to the listeners and you guys, like my Twitter profile picture is uh, created by me. Like it's just a collage of like basically my journey as a mm-hmm. athlete. You know what I mean? I've created that. So yeah, man, let's, let's create some buzz and we can turn that to an NFT, man. And we let's can do it. That so, man. So I, I actually created a different one and uh, had attached. So like <clears throat> the utility aspect of NFTs, right. I, I created one, uh, hand hand drawn it, hand drew it on my iPad, and uh, the purchaser of that NFT got a uh, game worn official Reg Bonifine Panthers. Oh hell yeah, that's the time. So yeah, I actually have um, some some limited edition Louisville gear that I think I can I can tag up with with this with this next drop that you know potentially can happen, man. So. Yeah, yeah, man. Let's let's create some buzz. We can we can get get the uh the NFT popping, man. For sure. Hey, I know there's a market for it here. Louisville fans are crazy about you know collecting memorabilia, collecting jerseys, collecting moments. So uh yeah. Lottie, if you're listening, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. It's already created. So any Louisville fans out there one one they uh, uh Reggie Bonifon uh created uh commemorative uh Louisville nft created by reggie bonifon himself uh yeah man get at us hit me up on uh on twitter at relentless reg one and uh let's let's get some demand for 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 some art man for sure. That was a solid plug-in. Damn, oh, it's, like you've been, it's like you've been here before, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, 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 watched, I watched my first year of a podcast. I'm learning, man. I'm learning. So the art thing, you know, the art, just uh, you being the clothing, a lot of things that you do, the different things that you do, styles and stuff. Uh, I'm sure you gelled real nice with Cam whenever he was with the Panthers mm-hmm. and you over there at the same time. Do you have a good cam newton story i mean not a lot of people get to hear we, we just see him in his crazy hat with the dreads popping out <laughs> with the straws man interviews and like. stuff and i'm a huge cam newton fan always have oh, been. Say it, man. Going back say to the auburn days and yep. so I, i'd be real intrigued to hear one of those man it goes without saying with me man like uh for me as a as a young kid uh i would i would just put us in the time frame of being at trinity right jv quarterback betting on myself. Um, it's crazy. I, a friend of mine at the time at Trinity invited me to a Kentucky game, right? And it just so happened to be Auburn. And at the time, I'm like, man, first off, growing up, believe it or not, a lot of people, my dad was a Kentucky fan growing up, right? So I was just, you know what I mean, up under my dad. I used to cheer for Andre Woodson. And, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. My, I was my whole, I was yeah, my whole mom's side was – bleed red you know what I mean and that's really where my heart was I, I was just a daddy's boy right so um fast forward yeah man like looking at <laughs> turning turning that offer down to go to that game and then watching the highlights and seeing this guy number two for Auburn just going crazy on Kentucky that was like his coming out party right oh yeah and, and uh him being a, a inspiration of mine at the quarterback position to uh then being on the, the same team with him man it was it was really cool and then also like amazing to the fact that like yo this is that guy I used to look up to and his locker is right down the the road from mine and 
You said he about taking Snapchats like Cam, Cam's line. <laughs> it's, it's just crazy having a guy like Cam that, you know, I've admired my whole life, right a couple of lockers down to him having a nickname for me, calling me Bon Bon. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I forgot just he had like, the nicknames for everybody. Yeah, yeah right. So, so you were Bon Bon? I was Bon Bon, right? So just to, uh, you know, like, see your dreams come true. Sometimes it takes people for you to realize it too. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and uh, meeting a guy like Cam and, and building relationships with him over the the years, man, it, it's been really cool, man. He's definitely like a, a mentor to, to me for sure. Like anytime I, 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 you know, have questions that I think um, given his career and all the things that he's been through can, you know, kind of give me some wisdom. He's never hesitant to, you know, encourage me or, give me those words of wisdom that that can help me in my career, man. So it, it's really cool, bro. Like, he's a great dude. Like, obviously, you see the, you know, the media side of it in the, in the, in the, um, they, the they portray a picture, that's for sure. That's yeah, like, and, that's and, great, and the clips, yeah, and the, and the clips and things like that mm-hmm. that you may receive from him, but um, whether it's his YouTube channel or you know, really meeting them in person. Like, it's really, really what you get from him. And um, it's cool, man. Like, like I said, like, even me living the life I'm living, man, it, it, it's, it's still humbling. You still got to pinch yourself sometimes. And and really, uh, I'm really just grateful to be in the position I'm in, man. Because, I mean, I've, I've been doing this for a long time, man. And just to 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 see the people I've met and played with over the years is, is really cool. I remember watching, I can't remember what the name of the show was, but the Amazon version of Hard Knocks that followed Carolina around, I think in 18, maybe, maybe 19, mm-hmm. uh, one of Cam's last years there before he moved on to New England. I, I've lost track of it, but I, I will never forget. Like, I already love Cam Newton. He, he's a solid dude. Leadership is incredible. The, the Dabs were great. Like, uh, whoever hated the Dabs and the Superman mm-hmm. and the throwing the football in, it's just people being haters. But I remember seeing these long extended versions of him interacting with guys like Greg Olson and, um, you know, at the time, like Devin Funches and some of those car- those guys who have been there. And this is when Carolina is, you know, peaking at potentially trying to get back to the Super Bowl and just the leadership from him and the way that the team, that Gerald's team just kind of responded to him and the way that, that he kind of carried himself. It was just incredible to see. And it's an easy way I would tell people who ever doubt Cam Newton to go watch that because you can't love you can't not love that guy after seeing him in long periods of time where you know he probably knew the cameras were around, but he's not trying to put on an act in the middle of a week when you're preparing for the Seattle Seahawks. Like he don't have time for that. Oh, yeah. uh, what about what about what we were talking about this week on the that spring football coming back and um, you know Louisville has a new offensive coordinator who you may have potentially crossed paths with in Carolina and Lance Taylor. I'm not sure if the timeline ever crossed up, but. Um, he was notorious for helping uh, Christian McCaffrey back in Stanford really develop into that Heisman runner, uh, you know, Heisman guy, and then came to Carolina and helped develop DJ Moore. Devin Funches, I think, had his best year under Lance Taylor. But, um, you know, they talked about Malik throwing the check down, Malik Cunningham throwing the check down. And Vince and I are like, yes, let's get the check down. And we called Christian McCaffrey the check down king. That's what we referred to him as when talking about that. Uh, what was it like playing behind him, man? He, he is an enigma of a player. Like, it's got to be incredible watching him play. Oh, man. It, it. It's phenomenal, man. Like, and it's crazy, bro. Like, these are all the guys that I've played with. You know what I mean? Like, when you when when you've been a guy that that has played, you know the amount of hours that you spend. Like you're saying, re- referring to this uh, the, the uh, special that they did. That was my my rookie year, right? So, 
that was, you know what I mean? Just probably as you watching it as a fan, that's how I'm reacting to a lot of these situations that are happening just because I don't know anything about the NFL, right? So these are the only guys I can latch on to, whether it was the Greg Oceans that I sat next to in the team meetings every day or, you know what I mean, like uh, the Ryan Khalils or, you know what I mean, like these some of these guys are going down as the greatest All ever. All the famous, yeah. Yeah, so um, – Man, it's crazy, but uh, yeah, Christian, man, it, it it was so fun, you know, playing with him. And believe it or not, it, was, it just goes without saying, he's just, just as great of a person off the field as he is on the field. You know what I mean? Like, uh, whether it's from, you know, giving me a, a dad gift for, for my newborn on the way or- Oh, him really? Being, yeah, or him being one of the first people to call me uh, to congratulate me for uh, signing with Washington. You know what I mean? Like. This is a guy that, um, you know, like all these guys, whether it's Lamar, uh, Christian, or even Cam, in a, in a way, I think uh, we've we've gained respect with each other just off the way we come to work. You know what I mean? And push each other. You know, as as the saying goes, like iron sharpens iron. Like yep. I would like to think I'm a nice nice cut piece of iron. You know what I mean? So <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, when when you get around other guys. Uh, that are like-minded and, you know, great guys in their own right, obviously that's, it's, it's magical, you know what I mean? And, and both of you are going to get better. So, um, yeah, man, like it's really, it's really amazing playing with these type of guys, even, even the Luke Keekleys, you know what I mean? Like great Were you there guys. for Keekley? Huh? Were you there for Keekley? Yeah. For Thomas sure. Davis too? I, you know, yeah. that was the Cubs yeah. said, always said that was the hardest defensive player he ever had to scheme up against back whenever. For sure. But, yeah, but best, believe, since the best, best believe I, I was going to hold it down for Trinity and let Luke know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this was the Trinity. You say, hey, this is for back in the day right here. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he respected it though. Like, he, he knew what was going on when I said it. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, man, it, it's, it's really cool, man. Like, and I, I would, I would, I would, I would think so. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure he was causing havoc at Cincy X. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. A career in Carolina. So, um, yeah, man, it, it's cool, man, to not only gain their respect, but um, obviously re- have tons of respect for them. But to share the same locker room with them, to share the same field with them, man, it's, you can't even put it in the words, bro. That's, that's why you play the game for sure. So we've got two more questions for you. One's, one's a quick one. So it seems like you and Christian are pretty tight. Did you mm-hmm. text him about his brother uh, coming to Louisville, <laughs> only staying like a week and a half, getting scared of Malik no. and running off? You really went there. You're like, you're not, you're not built for this. You're not built for Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so uh, actually I had uh, – Christian had let me know when he was arriving to Louisville, right? And then – I bet he um, didn't let you know when he was leaving, though. I bet he left that detail out. Yeah, no. Nah, yeah, but I actually, in between that time period, I had actually uh, in Charlotte, it was leading up to, like, uh, fall camp, and uh, actually threw – well, actually caught some passes with him, uh, Luke, uh, McCaffrey, Christian, uh, their, their brother. Dylan, yeah. There's yeah, like Dylan. nine of them, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, along with, you know. His uh, dad, was yeah. Ed there? Did you get a little Ed action in there? No, nah, Ed was not there. He's, <laughs> okay. he's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. I love their family. Uh, shout out to Lisa, his mom, and uh, all those great people too, man. So, but, uh, 
Yeah, man. It was just, you know, like, like it's a part of the game too. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. like, Bro, I can't believe you asked that, man. That, <laughs> that was not on our show. Sheet. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so I saw proud of CMC you. on our notes, and I'm like, yeah. I'm <laughs> so proud of you, bro. This is the evolution of Vince turning into a real podcaster right here. Yeah, asking bro. Them difficult questions. You got to push you to the limits, <laughs> man, for sure. Well, let's follow that up with our last question of the night. Um, Scott Satterfield now going into year four at Louisville. What has your relationship been like with him um, since he's been here? I'm sure you come home and, you know, probably need a place to work out. And what, have your, what are your thoughts about Malik Cunningham and maybe his chance to put his name up there with Lamar Jackson in, in terms of just some of the, the numbers? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm excited, man. Like, uh, Coach Satterfield, I, I think he's, um, you know, growing into the role. You know what I mean? Like, it's not an easy uh, transition coming from – App State to a place like Louisville and uh, given the, you know, situations we've been in um, to kind of, you know, resolve things and build things up. Right. But uh, he's a great guy. I think he's a great coach. Um, I think the hire of uh, Coach Lance, uh, he was also we did cross paths in uh, Carolina. So uh, I know how he works, how he goes about his work, what, you know, what his expectations are. And uh, I think that was a great hire for the university. Um, him coming from Notre Dame. Um, did you let him? Did you let him know about? Well, I guess he wasn't at Notre Dame. Yeah, he was a terrible question. <laughs> yeah, so he, he, I'm sure he knew though, because <laughs> well, now you got to let him know. Now you yeah, gotta got to tell. Yeah, I got to yeah, send him the film. Just send him a link to sure. the video. That's all you got to do. <laughs> for sure, man. And um, yeah, so I, I think um, him gelling with a guy like Malik. It's crazy, man. It, I'm so proud of him. Um, I mean, from being there with I, – I mean, at one point, I was there with Malik, Lamar, myself, Cal Bowling. Like, we were all, you know what I mean, on, on, the, on the same team, man. So, uh, to see his growth as a, as a player and as a quarterback and a leader to where he is now, um, I'm, I'm so proud of him. And – Man, I, I saw something the other day. Like, don't don't be surprised if you see him in the Heisman Heisman run. That's right, man. Our third co-host who's not here uh, tonight um, is that's his take. He's gonna he's dying on that hill. Malik may not win, but he's going to New York. Yeah, for sure. I, I think this is a uh, a year where he can definitely do that, and um, he's seen it. You know what I mean? Like that that that's that's the greatest that's the greatest thing you can have, and is having a first class seat to seeing somebody actually go in New York and, and come back with the hardware. So, um, yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. I think he can, he can pull that off as well. And one last follow-up to that. You're an NFL guy. You've seen a lot of NFL quarterbacks. Does, uh, does Malik have what it takes to go play quarterback in the NFL? Yeah. I mean, look, look who's paving the way for him. You know That's right. I mean? That's right. I mean, <laughs> you got, you got Lamar. Um, it goes without saying, I, I, Honestly, at this point, I, I think that conversation is almost over. You know what I mean? Just because the way the game mm -hmm. is, is going, um, it's, it's just more common than it ever was. You know what I mean? And you're looking at guys. There's no. There's not going to be any more Tom Brady's. You know what I mean? Even even though you got guys like Josh Allen who are young, they're going to hold it down. You know what I mean? There's still not going to be those those type of guys anymore and even yeah. your your Josh Allen's are jumping over people and and running around guys and things like that so um 
yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. You can NFL is 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 a platform and a, and a and a game to where whatever your strengths are, it, it's it's wide open for you to to show those. So uh, the same things as as we've seen, the same things Lamar is doing now wasn't anything different than he did against Florida State at home. Yeah, you know, yeah. practice every day. It's just yeah. much, yeah. It's just much more acceptable in the NFL for the fact that everybody's right. like, "How do we do that? So we need yeah. to do that." So, yeah. Yeah. well, Reggie, man, I can't thank you enough for for taking time out of your off season, in season dad, uh, newborn dad life to come on and yeah. chop it up with us and talk Louisville, man. Uh, looking forward to uh, getting to seeing you get out there on the practice field and uh, hopefully getting to see you in that that uh, commander's uniform come preseason and maybe on the field in the regular season, man. So thank you and uh, best of luck to you, brother. Appreciate you, Reg. Man, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.